it's me, Nadia, and welcome to Free My Mojo podcast. And we are talking about way number 45, which is be your own guru. Now, this one came about for me in a very personal way because I was very fortunate to attend a church that had a minister who was an incredible human being. She is an amazing, amazing soul who was so wise and so compassionate and just so influential in my life. And I admired her so much. And one day she and I were on a walk together and she said to me, look, I need to tell you something. I don't want to be your guru anymore. And I said, what? I was like, what are you talking about? You don't want to be my guru anymore. And she's like, I just want to be your friend. I just want to be a spiritual companion. I want to be your friend. I feel like we're equals. And I was like, oh no, we are not. Because in my mind, she was up here on this pedestal and I was just this person down here. You know, I was down by the, by the hem of her garment. You know, I was not up on the same echelon as her. And I really did not like this at all. And she started laughing at me and she was like, well, and I was like, well, I don't like it because I didn't want that. I didn't want to be on equal footing with her. I liked the idea that I would go to her and say, oh, wise one, what do you think I should do? Or she would say something and I'd be like, wow, that is so brilliant. So it was really a process for me to accept what she said and to respect what she said. And now, you know, 10 years later, I see such wisdom in what she said and I admire her so much. And I also admire that she didn't want my adoration. She didn't want my blind devotion. She would rather have a friend, someone she could go back and forth with and talk with. And so when I got over my initial rejection, like I had been spiritually dumped, you know, or someone had swiped left or right on me. But the whole idea was that she was giving me my spiritual freedom and she was saying, you are on the same footing as me. We are in this together. I think it's very common for us to look at someone and say, wow, look at that person who wrote this book or look at that person who um, somehow created um, this uh, thing that I, or, or, or whatever it is, you know, looking at someone and saying, wow, look at what they did. And the amazing part about this is that if you look at world religions, we see the prophets who have come, who have said, yes, you too can do this and greater. Jesus really encouraged his disciples, his followers to make a difference in their life, to be that in their life. And so we see that we have been encouraged and invited to become our own guru, to become the expert of our own life. No one knows you better than you. No one understands you better than you. You are the expert of you. It would be so easy to take our power and to put it into someone else, to put it outside of ourselves in another human being. But the truth of the matter is that's not a good idea. I really do feel that it's dangerous to blindly follow anybody. It's bl it's dangerous. We see all kinds of bizarre things that happen when people just follow someone and do what that person said. And in many ways, that's kind of what a cult is, you know, when people blindly follow someone and whatever that person says they do. And we do live in a culture that is dangerously 
celebrity obsessed. We see one of the Kardashian sisters doing something and then we see an entire generation of people also doing that thing. And it's it's not uncommon that people look to celebrities, to musicians, to writers, to actors to be their guru and they follow them and what they say um, people blindly follow and don't question. So I do feel that whether it's in culture or whether it's in spirituality or wherever it is, you have to be your own guru in that whatever your spiritual belief set is, you at some point need to be accountable and responsible for the choices that you're making. I think there's actually a film that Mike Myers made about being a guru. I think it's called Guru and it was a flop. It didn't do very well. It was actually quite funny. And I think he did a great job of totally making fun of the whole kind of spiritual celebrity movement because it is ridiculous. And I don't mean to say that there aren't people out there who are doing amazing things, who are brilliant, who are genius. And yet they they just, you know, they're, they're just different motives. There's different reasons why people are putting themselves in these situations where they're followed and people are paying tons of money to see them. And that's fine. You know, they're helping people and people are deciding to go see them and spend time with them. That's great. I'm not criticizing all that. And I think that if that helps you, if being around other spiritual people and going to a place where there's a spiritual leader works for you and helps you, I think that's wonderful. But I also feel that whoever that person is would say to you, we're on equal footing here. Anybody, any human that is putting themselves above another human and feels that they are more of a superiority or they have more to offer than another person is a person to be feared and a person to be cautious of. Because I don't get that part. We're all in this together. Whatever amount of money you have, whatever amount of education you have, however famous you are, however hot you are, it doesn't even matter because you're just a person. And I, of course, was someone who worked in film and television. And very early on, I would get around famous people and I would almost freak out inside myself. I would kind of panic like, oh gosh, am I enough to be here in this space with this person, right? So it's very easy to get confused. It's very easy to think that someone outside of you has all the answers and you don't have the answers. It's just not true. It may be that you're not fully aware. It may be that you're not fully where you wanna be. It may be that your choices are inconsistent or I would say not helpful. And instead of thinking of someone as being better than you, think of the ways in which you have the answers to your own problems. One of the ways and phrases that has been very helpful to me is to know that within us lie all the solutions to all of the problems that we have. The problem is there's too much noise. There's too much noise. There's too much going on. We're so distracted or we're so tired or we're so scared or we're so fed up or we're grieving or we're hurt. But everything you need, you have. It's true. You have everything you need to be who you want to be, to do what you want to do. It's just a matter of arranging those resources. It's just, the, it's just a matter of you becoming a disciplined person. It's just a matter of you having some kind of spiritual practice that lifts you above 
the noise. And I keep talking about this noise because there's so much noise. You've got emotional noise. You've got psychological noise. You've got physical news. You've got the media. You've got the circus going on around you. And you have to be able to pull yourself in and to know within yourself what is right and what is wrong for you. And you have to make choices. I I don't know how it happened, but my phone just dinged. It's turned off. The volume is turned down. How it dinged, I don't know because it's on mute. And there it goes again. Unbelievable. I have no idea how that's happening. But I think it makes the point that I was just making, which is here we are trying to have this discussion. And even though we've turned off our phones, we still can't turn them off entirely. So turning off things and making them muted so that we can hear our own selves and be our own guru is so hard to do. But it's so important. The day that Elizabeth set me free by saying, I don't want to be your guru anymore. You need to be your own guru. I absolutely resented her. I didn't want to. I didn't like it. I wasn't ready. I felt like she dumped me. I was annoyed at her. And it was only years later that she and I were able to laugh about this and joke about this. And that she wanted, because she is such a spiritual and beautiful person, she just wanted to connect with me and be with me and be on that same, uh, on that same path with me. And she didn't want to be above me or ahead of me. There's a place in uh, Florida that I love to go to where Michael Singer, uh, the writer and speaker, lives and, and hosts services. And you can go there on Wednesdays and um, you have to check the, the schedule to see him, but you can also go there on Sunday mornings. And one of the things that he does after the service on Sunday mornings is he comes around um, at the Temple of the Universe in, in Gainesville, Florida, and he goes around and everybody gets a, a cup and he pours um, some, some beverage, a, a tea or a juice, and he pours it there and he walks around in silence and he serves everybody. Now, this man has been on Oprah. This man has been on the New York Times bestseller list. This man has written books that change people's lives. He's got a PhD. He's incredibly accomplished. And the very first time that I went and I held out my cup and he, I remember he poured um, some tea into my, into my cup. I remember just being unable to say anything. I was speechless because here was this person who what I had only ever seen on television, whose books I had read cover to cover. And here he was doing this act of humility in, 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 in pouring uh, drinks out for people and handing them to them and connecting with them. And of course, I had to afterwards ask him, would he mind signing my book? And um, I, I almost felt stupid because it was like, well, yeah, of course I'll sign your book. But, and he was lovely. We had a wonderful conversation and it was, it was a beautiful moment and a beautiful experience to have that exchange with him. Jump ahead a few years. I've written a book and I go to events and I do things and people walk up to me and say to me, would you mind signing my book? And I always say, of course, I would love to sign your book. Thank you for asking me. What's your name? And I chat with them and I use it as a way to connect with people. But I in no way feel that I wrote a book or I've written books or I've got a PhD and I'm separate and or different from you. I am right here with you. I am right here with you and I am as imperfect as you are and I am as perfect as you are and I'm as human as you are. And my humanness is probably the only thing that is A, going to destroy me or B, going to save me. So I just want you to understand the paradox of life is that as you go forward, 
on your search. You will meet people and those mentors will spiritually help you. And there will be other people who will be geniuses who will make your life better. But the truth of the matter is that when all is said and done, you, my friend, must be your own guru. Thanks so much for joining me and take care. Mm -hmm. Thank you.